ladies and gentlemen, this is the Vanilla Wafer Podcast. Get all your rankings, news, and results here every Monday and Friday. Now, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for your host, Vanilla Wafers. What's up, everybody? This is Vanilla Wafers. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to be going over some news. First and foremost, though, hope everybody is doing well in this pandemic. I am noticing that they are starting to give us a little bit of updates as whether the stay-at-home order is going to be extending or halted. I just checked with my state, and they told us that the stay-at-home order is getting extended for 15 days. Well, looks like I'm still stuck at my house with the voices stuck in my head. But I'm not going to be like the rest of these idiots out there. They're just being like, oh, man, it's a conspiracy. They're just trying to hold us in, trying to take away our freedom. We, the right as Americans, should be able to go out whenever we please. This is taking away our freedom. It's like a bunch of communism. No, I know the reason why they're doing this. They're doing this in all for safety. I mean, look at Tennessee and California. They started to open up a few things and then their uh, virus, the new cases, just skyrocketed. So they're not just doing this just because they're trying to take away our freedom. So unfortunately, we're still stuck in our stay-at-home order where I'm at. We'll see where everyone else is doing here in the near future. But there is some good news to go over. In fact, we got a lot of news to cover for this week. So let's get into it. This is today's news. Everybody, this is Georgia Gary here with, um, Oh, Dan, I can't read. Why'd you guys give me this paper? I can't read anything. What am I supposed to say? The news? Oh, this is today's news with, uh, Delta Gary. Oh, not Delta Gary? Oh, Vanilla Wafers. Uh, yeah, Vanilla Wafers is going to talk about some stuff. Kick ass. Woo! <sighs> Thanks, Georgia Gary. That was, that was great. I, I, I don't know why I expected more from you, but... Let's just get into the news. Um, we're going to be starting off with some news that came out on Monday. It's been quite a while. This has been out for quite a while. So <laughs> um, most of you probably know this by now. But we have found a replacement for Kyle Larson after he showed everyone how much of a racist he is when he is racing iRacing. Well, <laughs> how about that for a tongue twister? They have decided to use the 39-time Cup Series winner and 2003 champion Matt Kenseth to pilot the number 42 Chevrolet Camaro. That's right. He is coming back from retirement to race for the rest of the season. And NASCAR even gave him a playoff waiver request so he could actually qualify for the playoffs um, if he's able to get into the top 30 in points and get one victory or just make it in by points. So this is a huge news. Um, I did not expect this at all. I seriously thought they were going to put Ross Chastain in the number 42 car. No ifs, ands, or buts. But um, Chip Ganassi straight up said he said um, he promised his fans and his team that he would find the best driver possible out there. And Matt Kenseth was available. He's kind of like Reagan Smith in a way. When a team just needs someone to save him, he comes in and swoops in for the kill. And he did good with the number six car when they needed him last year or 2018. Excuse me. So I'm excited to see this. Matt Kenseth is back in racing and he's going to be driving a Chevrolet for the first time since 1980. 88 when he was running in the much lower series. So welcome back, Matt Kansas. Let's see what you can do in the number 42 machine. It was almost three months ago where Ryan Newman had one of the most terrifying crashes I have ever seen in recent memory 
in the Daytona 500 where he was in critical condition, however, was able to survive the accident and leave that Wednesday almost three days after the accident. And we were all wondering, when is he going to get back into the car or if he will ever get back into the car? Well, he sat down with Mike Joy on Sunday, talking to him and saying that he was ready to get back into NASCAR and he was ready to get racing once NASCAR resumed. And on Monday, they said he was medically cleared by NASCAR to go racing. So Ryan Newman is back. And even better news, he's gotten a waiver to compete for the 2020 NASCAR Cup Championship. So this is just big news for him. Um, we're so happy to see Ryan come back. I mean, I was super scared when I saw that accident. It was probably, like I said, the scariest accident I've ever seen. I thought that was career ending. At the very least, we just lost another driver in this sport. But thanks to safety regulations that they keep on adding, we were able to see Ryan Newman get back into the race car. And we hope to see him soon. In fact, that will go in into the next news. It's the news that we've all been waiting for. When are we going to be returning to racing? Well, NASCAR has finally given us a date. The date is Sunday, May 17th. NASCAR will be returning back to real racing at Darlington Motor Speedway. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. We finally got the news and this schedule is crazy. Let me just give you a laydown on the schedule. They've given us um, a return for both the Cups, Xfinity, and even the Gander Truck Series. The only bad thing is each of the NASCAR return events will be ran without fans in attendance. So that's the only bummer. And after this, they do not know what the schedule is going to be. They might be racing back down maybe in Florida, perhaps Texas. It just depends where states will be at that time. But let's get into the schedule. I'm going to go... Uh, race by race. So we will be returning on Sunday, May 17th at Darlington Raceway for the Cup Series. It's going to be a 400-mile event, and it will be scheduled on Fox. Then on Tuesday, May 19th, is the next Xfinity race at Darlington. It will be 200 miles. Then we're going to have our first ever midweek race. It's going to be Wednesday, May 20th, the Darlington race at 500 kilometers. So a little bit of a shorter race. I don't know the exact distance for mileage on that one. I'll get back to you on that. And then Sunday, May 24th, it's the traditional Coca-Cola 600 at Charlotte Motor Speedway. And then on Monday, May 25th, will be the Xfinity race at 300 miles. And then Tuesday, May 26th at Charlotte will be the Truck Series race at 200. Uh, both those uh, races will be on Fox Sports 1. And then the Sunday race will be on Fox at 6 p.m. And then Wednesday will be another midweek race. It will be at Charlotte, the 500-kilometer race. It's going to be starting on Wednesday night at 8 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. So we got ourselves here a great layout for these races. I can't wait to see how this is. These drivers are ready to go, and I'm ready to go too. Woo! We're back into real racing, guys. Now, there's only one unanswered question. See, this iRacing event was only supposed to go to May 3rd. And we're going to go back to real racing on May 17th. So what does that mean in that week in between? Are we just going to take the week off? What are we going to be doing? Well, NASCAR said they will add one more race to the eNASCAR Pro Invitational Series. And it's going to be held at 3 p.m. Eastern on Saturday, May 9th. That is what Fox confirmed. They have not, however, confirmed the racetrack. But there is speculation on where they're going to be racing. And it is actually a big, big racetrack. It is North Wilkesboro Speedway, the iconic track that NASCAR has not returned to since 19. 
96. Last person to win the race was none other than Jeff Gordon. Well, the thing was, Dale Earnhardt Jr. got a group of people to pull the weeds off the racetrack so they could scan the racetrack so they could actually put it in iRacing. So they're working on the project right now. And they could be able to finalize it for the broadcast of the E-NASCAR series. So we might see NASCAR back at the iconic North Wilkesboro Speedway. Well, the virtual side. But still, this is also huge news. I mean, we just are getting great news after great news after great news. I mean, this is great. And I don't even have any bad news. What's the bad news? Oh, yeah. The extension on the stay-at-home order. Oh, damn it. Ah, oh, well, at least I got my racing backs. So that's all that matters. And that will conclude today's news. Man, just a lot of good news today. Um, arrogant Analyst, are you are you happy about this great news? I mean, this is awesome. What do you think? Oh, what? You get some good news about NASCAR, and now you're going to be the whole positive aroma person of the group? Please. What, what do you mean? I, I, I'm a pretty positive guy. I, I, when am I ever a pessimist? Oh, don't, don't get, get me started. started. I, I have, have some, some damning proof. That you are not a very positive guy. Wait, wait, what, what do you mean you got some proof of me not being a positive guy? Why don't you give a listen to this, fat boy? Come on, guys, let me in. Let me in right now. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. What the hell is this? Oh, don't act like you don't know. Don't be playing dumb with me, even though you're pretty dumb. This is when you participated in the Capitol building storm in Michigan. Not so positive now, are you, buddy? Come on, guys. I've been in out here for about 2.9 hours. I gotta take a piss. You sons of bitches, you lied to me. How did they come up with this number of six feet? Because there are a bunch of lying holes. That's why they locked me out. Show your butthole. Show it. You son of a bitch. That's when you locked me out of the house because you said Momo was outside having a seizure because he ate some dog shit that he found from the neighbor's dog. You recorded all that? Oh yeah, like I would come up with a lie like that. We'll just let the viewers decide. <laughs> oh, I'm so freaking pissed. Why would he do that? Why, why would you record me and then post it on top of the anti-shutdown protesters? You know what? We don't have time to look into that. It's time for the ranks. Go ahead, Momo. Give us today's sponsor. What's our sponsor today? Uh, today's episode is sponsored in part by this chocolate bunny that Arrogant Analyst gave to me. It, it's a couple of days old, and it looks like Georgia Gary had his way with it, but it, it was good. It was good. Ugh, well, that explains all the brown stuff I found in your face when I saw you laying out on the porch. But let's get into the drivers who are still in the hunt. Drivers who are in the hunt right now, I included Matt DiBenedetto. He got into an accident, but he's been running really, really well in this iRacing League. He's not quite top 10 material, but he's starting to get really, really close. Same with Boyer. He led a couple of laps. He was doing really good, and then he blew his engine because he was being an idiot trying to lap down Alex Bowman. And Brad Keselowski, he's great at restrictor plates, and he showed the reason why he's so good at Talladega more particular because he has five wins there already. And he led 11 laps. He was a he was definitely a factor at the end of the race. So got to put him in the hunt. John Hunter Nemechek is probably the biggest loser out of this group because he was in the top 10. I had to move him out because 
wasn't really that competitive here. And, you know, I'm going to have to move him back a little bit just because it's been a down last couple of uh, weeks. So let's see how he does here in the next couple of races. And then lastly, um, Corey LaJoy. Corey LaJoy had a phenomenal race, but this is the only race I've really seen him do well in. So I'm going to put him in the hunt right now. Bobby Labonte, bad finish. I'm going to move him back because he really hasn't been too competitive. He's always been mid-pack. That's the only reason why I put him in the hunt. But now he's not even in the question because he did not do good in the restricted plate race. Now, let's get into the top 10. In 10th place, Kyle Busch, welcome to the top 10 rankings. He's been doing phenomenal um, just in, with his improvements. I mean, he had hardly any experience in the simulator. Now he's running near the top 10. He has shown how much he can improve. I mean, he's a great driver in real life. I mean, there was no surprise that he was going to pick this up real quickly, but how fast he has done it is unbelievable. Got a top 10 finish at Talladega. I'll put him in the 10th spot. Parker Kligerman, another consistent race. He did fall back a little bit because he finished in the 16th spot, led a couple of laps, I do believe, in Talladega. So he loses a few positions for finishing near the back, but I'm still going to keep him in the top 10. Dale Earnhardt Jr., probably the biggest downer in this weekend. I thought he was going to be competitive. He really wasn't. He finished near the back. He drops down four spots from last week. He is now ranked eighth on my list. Alex Bowman, he won the race at Talladega. I don't think anyone predicted that. Maybe uh, the 88 car, if you didn't realize that he switched out with Dale Jr. and he retired two years ago. But, man, I didn't, I wouldn't expect Alex Bowman to win this race, but he came out there at the very last lap. So, you know what? Give him, give credit where credit's due. I gotta move him up uh, three positions. Denny Hamlin finishes last, and it's kind of not his fault. He did lead a lap or two in the race, but this was his daughter's fault. But, you know, when you get a last place finish, I'm going to move you back. Not nearly as much as I was expecting to at first because then I realized, oh, yeah, that happened. So Denny Hamlin's in sixth spot. He'll probably bounce back at Dover. Then we got Landon Castle slowly moving up week by week. He is showing why he's been invited to every single race so far in that number 89 blue emu. I'm going to move him up into the fifth spot. Ryan Priest, another good finish. This guy is great on iRacing. Maybe not as great as the top three drivers that I have on this list, but he has shown that he can be competitive. Will he get a race, uh, or excuse me, a win in the next two races? I'm not sure. Will he be getting probably two top threes? More than likely. Garrett Smithley, welcome back to the top three. Another successful run near the top five. And you also led a couple of laps. He, you did have a rough race at Bristol and then a little bit of a rough race at Richmond, but you showed why I put you up there in the first place. So welcome back to the top three. In the second spot is Timmy Hill. Timmy Hill had his worst finish yet and it wasn't even that bad. It was like 11th, I do believe. And the rest of the time he's been finishing in the top three, but he wasn't really a factor in this race I've never really seen him be successful at restrictor plate races so maybe that's why I leaned a little bit back on him obviously he's going to probably come back at Dover and get another top three finish maybe even a victory before this is all said and done but number one still without a doubt he led a couple of laps he's my guy got another top 10 so he gets the first place spot all to himself that is William Byron in the number 24 he's a top ranked guy and as always he is the favorite to win the next couple of races so William Byron in first Timmy Hill second, Garrett Smithley third, Ryan Priest fourth, Landon Castle fifth, Denny Hamlin sixth, Alex Bowman seventh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. eighth, Parker Kligerman ninth, and Kyle Busch is ten. That is my rankings going into this week's race at Dover.
that will conclude today's segments. Before we go, I just want to talk a little bit about Dover International Raceway. That is the next race they're going to be going to. Dover's an interesting track. This is an all-concrete track that's one mile long. It's called the Monster Mile for a reason. This track is an intense racetrack. This is one of the fastest tracks that's underneath a mile and a half, one mile long, but they're on average going about 140, 160 around that racetrack. So it's an intense race. Uh, if I had to make a pick on who was probably going to win that race, I would stay with one of the iRacing drivers if you were making a pick because, you know, this track is a little similar to the other ones and uh, it's not going to be pack racing where everyone has an equal chance. It's going to mostly rely on who has the most skills going into it with iRacing. Kyle Busch might actually be a good guy to go with or Denny Hamlin. But in my opinion, it's going to be either Timmy Hill or William Byron for the victory. So that's who I'm going to pick for the Dover race. It's going to be called the Finish Line 150. It's on Fox this Sunday, same time, 10 a.m. Pacific. Guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in. This was a lot of fun. Um, sadly, we did have some damning evidence of me. I put that in quotation marks because fallacy, ladies and gentlemen fallacy but that will conclude everything uh hope you guys are doing well we'll get through this pandemic it keeps getting extended but it will end eventually we're back to real racing here soon so you all take care